I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no kata. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Tracy and Chris? Wakanda Wakanda forever. forever. Yeah. (laughs) Look at Michelle like, y'all talking about what? (laughs) On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. I was saying earlier, Lisa Bolakaja is not here. She's supposed to be here for y'all. See what I'm talking about? Oh, Miss I haven't Lisa. seen Lisa in a while. See what I'm talking about? See how she do you? See what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, Lisa. I'll see you soon, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Look, if you see her, tell her to call the brother, because I ain't seen her either. So, hmm. just be disappearing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Think about you, Lisa. <laughs> exactly. I'm teasing. Um, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get into the show. So, today, we have the EPs of the new show. I'm going to say the new hit show. How about that? Love it. Love it. Love it. The new hit show, Lace on All Black, y'all. Hootie hoo. November 4th. That's right around the corner. Whenever this airs, it could be the week whenever, but Thursday, November 4th, it's going down. Exactly. So let me introduce Katrina Y. Nelson. What's the Y stand for? Uh, None of your business. <laughs> no. Why are you asking? What no, for. it's it's all good. It's Yolanda. I, uh-huh. I had to include the why because there's another Katrina Nelson uh-huh. on IMDb mm-hmm. who we used to get mixed up, but she's a tall white girl who I actually know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Then we got Michelle Ebony Hardy. Welcome to Michelle the show. Michelle Ebony Hardy. Thank you. Indeed, indeed. And then our boy. Tracy Grant in the building. Happy to be here with my crew. Yes, indeed. Old and new. It's all love. Thank sure, you. Thank sure. you for having all of us. And shout out to Adam Starks. Yes. He couldn't be here today. Yes. <laughs> Big up, Adam. Adam uh, is uh, working on another show. Oh, you need a napkin? Go ahead. That's donut action for. <laughs> I, I knew somebody. That's why I got that other uh, chocolate beef for somebody. Else. <laughs> I was like, let me, let me, let me get that. Y'all crazy, y'all crazy. So, um, anybody join in whenever you guys want to. Let's talk about lace. How did it all come to y'all? You know, where did it come from? Man, how did you build this beautiful team you guys have? It's it's been a minute, you know. Um, a few of us here were part of OBS, mm-hmm. and a lot of us were working behind the scenes, right. working for studios, but still wanting to pursue writing and mm-hmm. get that show. And um, I was working at a uh, studio, 
working in corporate uh, network, uh, uh, network corporate, and just not liking what was going on because you never have a seat at the table. Mm. And then when you do have a seat at the table, they still don't see you at the table <laughs> until it's time to do some research exactly. or stuff that they don't know shit about. Can I curse on here? Did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> this is the writer's room, man. Just do you. Man. Oh, okay. Well, they're fine. Yeah. No, no, no filters. No. Oh, no filters. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it, it was a while before there were actually black women leads and at the time it was like 35 years before there was an actual black female lead since Get Christy Love okay. on a fucking drama not Facts. a comedy mm-hmm. but on a drama like they can do comedy all day long they don't care about that but when it came to a drama there weren't any lead uh, black female leads and right. so then Carrie Washington came along and people will try to compare I'm pretty sure our show to Scandal but what they really don't understand is I know where Lace came from Lace is actually me if I had went to law school mm. so I took the LSAT like I, I took that. the GMAT <laughs> flipped the coin mm-hmm. and was like alright God where you want me to go and I went to grad school instead of law school okay. but um, came about then I was just sick and tired of not seeing us in our full selves mm. um, you know sexually uh, education all of that and just something like you know having a woman kind of be in her own space and do what men can do Mm. you know what I mean and unapologetically about it and so Mm. came together uh, with Adam and Tracy and was like yo I got some shit in my head let Mm. me put it down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. this is who she is gave her her name start writing down all of the things that I felt about her which Mm -hmm. came from me and so then we started getting together that way and came up with she a started script. Developing. Started mm-hmm. developing the story, came up with a script. We had a, a manager at the time, uh, both Adam and I, mm-hmm. um, and it just wouldn't get no traction um, mm-hmm. because again, there was only Carrie right. in a drama. Mm-hmm. This is before Viola came, mm-hmm. and so nobody would bite. And um, fast forward, uh, 2019, uh, I had known Michelle for a while. We would see each other on the studio lots, different lots, and this like, oh, we're going to work together, we're going to work together. And um, then when we finally came together and formed our company, and um, Michelle, probably, I know she'll go into further that, <laughs> we came together, formed the company. She knew Brett, or she had met Brett over at All Black. We got a pitch meeting. We sent him some log lines. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there, and Lace was the last to be pitched. Really? So we were pitching him some other shows, <clears throat> and I was like, he's fading. Like, he's really <laughs> fading. He doesn't seem really interested. We've all been so there. So then we were like, okay, well, what about Lace? That then turned into what, like a two hour kind of thing? Because we were there for a while. Yes, because I was concerned about my parking. two hour parking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they bought it in the room right then and there that's funny and so that's how that's how she came about so tell everybody what what is lace about what's the quick log line quick log line lace is a uh, black female attorney in los angeles who fights for her high pirate clientele she's a upper echelon of the one percenters but also she doesn't break the law for them she kind of bends it and she uses whatever is in our tool bag what's in that that. bag what she got in that bag (laughs) boardroom (laughs) antics as well as bedroom antics okay (laughs) 
What about you, Michelle? So what was that experience like when you guys were pitching? What was it like? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, listen, it's always uh, nerve wracking when you have ideas in your head and that you want people to see you and mm -hmm. see your creativity and things of that nature. And like I said, we had other projects and that we were um, pitching, but he gravitated towards uh, Lace and he brought in Nikki Love into his office and it became a whole conversation. And they were asking, well, she's an attorney, but is she a madam? And she, we were like, <laughs> no, she's not a madam. She's underbelly adjacent. You know what I mean? Like, like she's like not it. she's not a part of the underbelly world, but she's underbelly adjacent. You know, like mm -hmm. some people are hood, mm -hmm. and then there is hood adjacent. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. they know what's going on, mm -hmm. but you know, not really a part of what's going on. Sure. But I think um, what's important about Lace is one of the things that Katrina talk about all the time is that we never saw a woman in LA, a black woman in LA, run in LA. Right. So her clients are sport team owners, real estate developers, politicians, nice. you know, all these big wig people and she's really kind of the puppeteer, mm. you know, and you don't often see that. Well, you don't see it at all, no. which is why uh, we fought for Lace to be filmed in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, when it was time for us to decide where we were going to film it, you know, they were like, Atlanta, or maybe you can go to Chicago, <laughs> right. or maybe New Mexico. There was like all, all other kind of, of places. all kind of places. And we were like, no, it's never been done in um, Los Angeles. So uh, it's been an interesting ride. <laughs> um, but again, we but want, here. But, but we're here. here yes. And we wanted these characters to be fully realized human beings. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and we could talk about oh, the yeah, other okay. characters and things of right. that nature. But these are characters and we are showing that there is more than one way to be black. Right. You know, sure. there's just not one way. You know, there's all these different experiences and all these different types of people, and we know them all, mm -hmm. you know. And so I think that's what we're bringing to television with the lace. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I answered your question, but the, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's fine. No, because you know, like, for, um, like, the, uh, one of the characters is Othello, right? And this mm -hmm. guy is tatted up, is played by uh, Sky Black. He's tatted up, but also he's um, his character speaks five different languages. I love it. He's also a Harvard grad, mm -hmm. and so, and looks great in a suit. And so, it's also And with a shirt off. I've seen the videotape. Oh, I've seen yeah. the Sky <laughs> is fine. He's a, he's a connoisseur of all five Okay, things. look. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but it's also to show people that, again, like Michelle said, it's more than one way to be black because just like we can go to the hood or mm -hmm. where our families are, we can still put on a suit and a, a gown and go to the White House Absolutely. and still be able to have conversations about what's going on in the world. Right. And so it was just a way of us making mm -hmm. the uh, people realize that that we can be full ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And we don't have to be one thing to okay. somebody else and another thing. We can be our full selves all the time. Mm -hmm. So So I want to bring in Tracy Grant in here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> one of one of my favorite people in the world. Um, you know, he knows. Tracy! 
You know. My birthday twin. So I love yes. Y'all birthday twins? Mm-hmm. Michelle and I share the same Leo birthday, for sure. <laughs> 821. There's a go. TT2. TT in the room. No. 821. Oh, she's 821. 821. Oh, no. <laughs> Leo, stand up. Shout out to TT over there. Lions. <laughs> um, we're going to bring you in. Um, like I said, so proud of you. You go. We go way back. And, and Tracy, we all go way back. But I'm so happy to see that the team came together, you know, and made something. Let's talk about the writing. Well, for sure. Um, and thank you for the kind words. Um, I feel the same way. You know, my success is y'all success and Indeed. vice versa. So Katrina, from the very beginning, had a vision about Lace as a character. Mm-hmm. Some of the other <laughs> characters that we brought to the show and the world of Los Angeles that she knew and we knew that we weren't necessarily seeing on TV. Because at the time, you either had your stereotypical showbiz Hollywood or with us, we were all in the hood. Mm -hmm. You know, Compton and Watts in the hood selling drugs or with no in between. That ain't what we do. So (laughs) That's all we do. We specialize in that. (laughs) Not all of us. Some of us do both. She always had that vision And so she put Adam and I together and the three of us worked. And as she said, there were other projects in addition to Lace that we all worked on, mm-hmm. but she <clears throat> never gave up. She never let go of that vision. And so the challenge was to execute the vision in terms of the characters and the world. Like we, had, we still had to come up with stories, we had to come up with episodes. Um, so we did have a writing team, but with Katrina and Michelle as showrunners, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, we didn't get. To we that. were able to communicate. <laughs> they were able to communicate what was working, what they felt wasn't working, until we got what we needed. Right. But the truth is, we all go back so long mm-hmm. that sure there, was a, there was a comfort level, right. like with Katrina. And I knew Michelle. I'd met Michelle years before her and Katrina hooked okay. up. We had a mutual friend Small world. from the East did? Coast. We do, we did. She, we why had a mutual why friend don't from remember, the East Tracy, Coast. Why you don't remember? <laughs> and so when Michelle got to LA, she was working on a film and making her moves. And if I had a, a plus one or a ticket to a certain event, we came to a couple of events. And I saw when her, Michelle really Hilarious. knew how to work the room mm. like she has a charm and a personality that is infectious mm-hmm. infectious and it was a lesson for me because like we get at that time we get invited the wga is doing something or the dga i think it was a dga it one of the, the tribute events yes okay. They were honoring Tim's story, I was and there. Will Packer I was, right. was honoring him, was <clears throat> speaking, and mm-hmm. that's right. You invited right. me as your plus one. That's right, but Tracy. You were the. <laughs> it was a real lesson for me because sometimes we get in these rooms, and y'all know mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm very laid back, quiet, reserved. But you can't get in those rooms and just eat your free food and have mm-hmm. the drinks and say hello. Like you got to open up your mouth and talk. Yep. You got to really let people know. You got to come in there with some intention. Right. And she did that very naturally. Mm-hmm. And so years mm-hmm. later when I get the call from Katrina and by then they had come together and, and started Kemi time, I had almost forgotten about the whole thing because mm-hmm. it had been so long. And so in many ways, 
they kind of got me, you know, off of the sidelines. I was very hungry to do mm-hmm. some work, but I knew it was going to be a challenge because there were other concerns as a producer. You don't just have the luxury of worrying about the writing and right. the scripts. Like they had ten other things sure. to deal with. So we, we were just talking to Terry Cobb, hundred other producer. things, right? So <clears throat> my hope yeah. was that at least in this particular area. Um, right. We would come, and then obviously our names are on the project, mm-hmm. and there was there was too much at stake not to come right. So we want to have fun and make the stories fun and entertaining, but you will believe these are real high powered lawyers in a real high stakes Los Angeles world. Like they don't just look good; mm-hmm. they're really doing their thing. When you watch the it show, it just so happens you worked at a lawyer law firm, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you? I did work at a law firm for some time. I worked in I worked in many places. Right. <laughs> so that was that was helpful. But we all worked as a team. Yeah, is my point. So that helped with the writing process, and I also got some valuable experience in other areas. So I'm forever grateful to to my sisters. That's what's up. That's what's up. And yeah. We're grateful for the project, right? Just thinking about it, and I was thinking about it um, about it today. And sometimes, you know, when things are moving, because th- th- things are great right now, right? Mm-hmm. But we're very tired, I'm and sure. we're kind of yeah, a week away from the opening, right. the grand and premiere, the, the excitement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I, I hope I don't just bust out crying on the, <laughs> when it comes out because you know we've been moving with editing and everything mm-hmm. and now we're starting to gear up with the promotion so this has just been a dream come true and I'm, I'm 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 really happy that we have the team that we have i'm really happy like uh tracy said that <coughs> michelle uh michelle we got to call her michelle michelle, michelle <laughs> my, my bad. Bad. right exactly, exactly. <laughs> so but the um the way she moves in a room right so even with um i want her to tell a story about i don't know if brett wants you to tell it but <laughs> but, but even how she met brett and how we got the uh you know the invite to even pitch them some log lines right, right? so um but I've, I've i've known um about umc way before it became all black right. uh when uh bob johnson had just started it mm. right so because i invested in the stock before an amc bought it when my 10 percent you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it was just like it all just came together and um you know we got some writers even uh lisa who is uh, a part of or was part of the obs lisa stewart mm-hmm. She's on Yasmin. Shout out to Lisa Stewart. Yasmin Uh, Shiraz. Mm Uh, uh, Safia and Victor, Victor and so you know Safia. we see you, Mafia. <laughs> yes, we're just Mafia. excited that um, you know people, especially the network. The network just hit us back and was like, "This is gonna be our flagship show. Nice. This is gonna be the best show on the network." And we like, okay, all right, we we, we see what's happening, so <laughs> let's go. And um, yeah, it's just been it's been a hell of a ride. That's that. You I can tell it? I ahead. can I can make it real simple and I'll I'll let Michelle talk. Katrina never gave up. She never let go. 
Well, I, my thing mm. is, I, I love that Beyonce uh, quote, winners never quit on themselves. Mm. And I've never been a quitter. It's not in my DNA. Mm-hmm. And if plan A don't motherfucking work, you told me I could curse. <laughs> and I'm Do from you, Baltimore. Do and you. I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> if plan motherfucking A don't work, you pull your ass and go to plan B, you go to plan C, you go to plan, you go down that whole fucking Love. alphabet okay. until you can get, because again, Pivot, we're not bitch. looking for a fucking no, we're looking for a yes, and a no don't mean shit. Mm. So, scared of no and no. but at all, even more than that, and they cut you too. They cut at, at the time, <laughs> she wouldn't let me give up on myself and my contribution. Mm. Like we'd be sitting at that lot at that big company where mm. she was, and just talking about what we were going to do. Right. And she was absolute. She had a certainty. She had a confidence. That made me come away from the lunch like, well, well, shit, maybe, you know, we, we, gonna have, we just need to keep going. Right. And that's what happened. And Michelle was really the person to bring it home in terms of the deal and getting the door mm-hmm. open, as Katrina right. said, for the pitches. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, it's really divine intervention involved. I was really done. Like, I was out of it. Um, I go to the committee meetings with the Guild every now and then. Um, you've been very kind. I've been privileged to co-host with you on occasion. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, I was done. And so we are all reaping the rewards of a lot of hard work. And to Katrina's point also, there are people who became writers, who became WGM members, who became SAG yep. actors yep. because of this project. So it was challenging at times, and everything did not go perfectly but it's it's nice to know that you were part of something that opened some doors for a lot of people right. and you're gonna get a good time when you watch the show like mm-hmm. it's still about entertainment you're gonna be very entertained when you watch our show Dope. i promise you that i love it well, i've seen the trailer <laughs> what you think Chris? well okay you know i mean look i, I mean like i saw the trailer but i didn't have the trailer like audio on so just because I just well, watching the images because he was at work because I was at work <laughs> um, earplugs but this is this is a director I can't, I can't speaking also at, this at, is a filmmaker I can't wear those at the job um, my boss will be like um, you have our show to work on um, but um, but I'll say this you know I didn't know the etymology of the show from what you're telling me and, and what you were trying to achieve you know but I feel from looking at it just like the power of the images, the way you guys photographed it, the way it's just edited together. It's sexy. It's, it's very sexy, and it's done in a way that I feel is, I mean, it's interesting that the, that the network is like, this must be our, our flagship show, mm-hmm. because it, because it, because it, it, it kind of like, when I, it hit me in a way, I was like, oh, this is like what, this network kind of needs to get people to, to to bring eyeballs. Like it's it's it like it walks that great line of like it's being very provocative, but not, you know, like uh, but it's not like a Cinemax type of show. You know, like it's mm-hmm. which is which is fascinating to me because I was like, oh, what are you saying Cinemax or Skinemax? Well, I don't <laughs> want to say that. I'm gonna let you say that. <laughs> but um, but but I feel like. You know, like that is what's interesting, and and that is definitely what's missing mm-hmm. on the, uh, the, the 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 airways or streaming service. It's interesting you say like, oh, that everyone is thinking about scandal, and like scandal to me was always like something that felt like 
it felt inauthentic in a lot of ways, you know, and I just in a lot of ways I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's like this is a relationship between the president and someone else that you that you're keeping quiet you're not keeping that quiet <laughs> um and i think with your show there's the, like there's no need for that subterfuge about i mean there's there's got to be some right. obviously who's just saying she's a puppet master she's <laughs> like she's she's moving people she can't she has to keep that part um definitely not seen it, but to say but i know that you're telling me she has to maneuver those chess pieces in the right way that her fingerprints aren't on the paws and stuff like that exactly and, and, and that to me is like it's very it's very it's evident on what you see mm-hmm. that that is what the show has achieved you know i mean i'm talking with terry what should i say terry I'm talking with tracy when did we have lunch like two weeks ago three weeks ago two, two weeks ago like mm-hmm. i mean he was telling me like the the truncated production schedules you guys had you know oh my god but yeah let's well, talk about it <laughs> But 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 we gonna get into it. But, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. From what he told me, you know, I was like, wow, that's, that's just tough because, like, you know, I've shot stuff from really short sketches mm-hmm. like that, and then seeing what you guys got, I was like, well, y'all like, you know, like squeezed every drop of lemon out of what yeah, you man. had because it looks really, really strong. Yeah. And Shout out I mean, to Jamal Hill, also oh, Jamal, our director. Yeah, the director. Mm-hmm. Jamal Hill. You forget you. And um and and uh, Angela White, who was our, our line producer, yes. who kept us on budget him. and stuff like that. Jason Weary and, um, and Jason Weary, who's nice our DP. Mm-hmm. So, um, but to to your point of shooting things within, we we had an eighteen day schedule. Oh right? my god! Eighteen days to shoot six episodes, so you're cross boarding and you're shooting like a film. I'm used Hashtag to producing black web shoot. series. I produced a few feature films mm-hmm. where you ain't got but a hundred thousand dollars and a couple of them around seventy five yep. to shoot some features, and you got to be very creative mm-hmm. and make sure that the money works. Yep. The thing about um, all black is, and we're really thankful, grateful that they gave us an opportunity and actually to be uh, showrunners, mm-hmm. right? Two black female company um, owns a company and actually being showrunners but let's be real about what we get as a budget and what Mm. others get as a budget we get a budget and then we have to make the shit work Right, from soup to nuts, and and we, and we do mm-hmm. because we come from. If you ain't got a motherfucking dustpan, what you go get? Piece a- of paper, a piece of paper, or yeah. album cover. <laughs> Look, right. with your hand, just for your hand. hand. Right. <laughs> so we're always in that position of whatever we get, we have to make it work. Yeah. And one of the things that we all talked about, and especially me and Michelle, because we were like every single day making sure that the show was elevated mm-hmm. elevated in the way that it looked elevated in the way that it came across elevated in the um writing. the writing and the language it's like we're not we want to elevate the audience mm-hmm. that yeah we're gonna have some sexiness and some you know some slutty ratchetness a little bit <laughs> but also being able to have some dialogue and verbiage that elevates their mind and mm-hmm. they can think because one of the things we don't like is predicting what's going to happen next on the show like that's boring Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's all that was one of the the challenges that we were um having but also i I wouldn't say having but that was the challenge for us to make sure that that did not happen and the money the money went on the screen the money hallelujah the money we we, we took a put a pay cut and we put the money back on on the the screen. screen and as a matter of fact 
we were offered in our deal to do eight episodes, and we, oh, that's we, why you did. We no, we we reneg- could right we couldn't and so we went back to the network Mm -hmm. and we renegotiated the deal and we said let's do six episodes and we'll put more money on the screen you'll still get your show and we'll have more money to put on our screen and Katrina and I took a pay cut and put even more money back on the screen because like Tracy and Katrina said we wanted elevating writing Mm -hmm. uh, elevated writing elevated acting um, production value Value or high production value, and we wanted to, uh, you know, work in excellence, and that was the tone that we set from the writers' room. Right. We have a spirit of excellence, and that's what we hope that everyone see when they look at it on Thursday, November fourth, on All Black. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ask you guys to divulge what the episode budget was or what the total budget is, but I think the thing about working on tight schedules, tight budgets, is, is it really forces you to be creative but it only really works if you have a very concrete vision ahead of time so you kind of know where you can compromise things and go okay you prep you know, prep is everything prep is everything yeah. because you know i mean i have not the luxury but i see when they have the luxury of like oh so we need another three hundred thousand dollars this is we're gonna do it and um, it's just crazy about and it doesn't really show up on the screen mm-hmm. and um, Chris just happens to be on one of those shows we can't talk about no, that's but, one of the most expensive ones but, but and they're always over budget it's crazy but it's, one of, but it's one of these things where I feel again like you know like um, I'll put the, the the trailer link in the show notes. So anyone who's listening to this can watch can watch it ahead yeah, time if they haven't seen it yet. Um, but but you see that it doesn't look like a compromised show in terms of like budget and things like that. Thank you. And, and that's Thank what you. I feel is very um, uh, you know I mean look I, I I haven't seen the the, the episodes but but it doesn't look like a compromised show you know and there's a lot of the trailer usually says a lot it's, 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 yeah. it does say a lot yeah. because you know because because they have to tell a lot of story mm-hmm. and there's a and if it's if it's if you've compromised a lot. Then you then you're probably gonna sneak in a shot or two because you need to kind of tell the story that right. that could give it away, and I feel that wasn't the case with what you guys did. So I thought I, so I really commend you on what you on what on on like I said like squeezing like every dollar, and I, and I didn't know you guys took every a pay cut dollar. to do that, but <laughs> but but to me that tells me the commitment you guys have as show creators because you guys know this won't be your only show yep. so you're like you know what it tells the network a so lot network, too you know, we're my only show you know so I put my money where my mouth is and it's going to pay off and, pe- and people will know that and uh, I mean look that's a smart thing to do I mean some, some people wouldn't do that and they go well I'll get another show but you might not get another show Correct. you don't know how what's going to happen um, let so. me throw in one more thing I'll, sure. I'll take it Take it back to story for for a second. (laughs) Something else that Michelle and Katrina understood from the very beginning. Every story that involves black people or is driven by black people does not have to be about black trauma or our struggle with racism, Mm -hmm. slavery, and civil rights. There are many, many more stories within the, the space of even our experience here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And so that was very, very clear from the beginning. And that was helpful because 
as a writer, as a creative, that, that frees you up to do some things that maybe are not as traditional as everything we see. We just wanted to do a show that was different than what was out there, and we wanted to do things. We did our best every day to do things that we haven't seen before, right. or at least haven't seen a million times right. before. eclectic Okay. Well, you haven't seen with yeah. our faces on it. That's the other thing, too, right? See. Eclectic yeah. imagination. Yeah, and here's the thing. We wanted all the uh, different beautiful colors of black folks. Yes. And we have um, Latinx Shapes. community mm-hmm. on there. We have, um, um, uh, you know, Asian. white folks and Asians. And just, you know, because, again, working at the studios. And Do you mean how it looks in the And how it looks cinematically, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> Um, and working at the studios, you know that you're going to get a 70% white and then 30% of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so in our minds is, okay, well, let's flip the script on that, mm-hmm. right? And so we're going to do 60-40 or something like that. Yeah. And then it's just that with the characters, we just didn't want the regular old you know, characters that you see all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why we have some twins who are very eclectic. There's something different about mm-hmm. them in the way that they move, in the way that they act, even in the music that is attached to them when mm-hmm. they're on screen. So um, it was all about us talking about what's different about our show. We don't want to see the same thing right. that we always see with legal shows mm-hmm. or any kind of, you know, serialized uh, television like that so it was like what can we do differently yeah. and that's I think I think we achieved that right oh I think so I love it for sure let me um, I, oh go ahead were you gonna say something oh no I, I was even gonna say what from the time you guys sold it in the room that day how long was it before you guys started the writer's room and how long was it before that before you started production you can take because right, so your, your memory is better than mine. I smoke more weed. <laughs> she, you know why? Because she's smoking too much weed. We'll take it back um, because I think they wanted me to tell a little bit about the story of September All right. 2019 at Kimmy Time when I was working at a studio in development and had had enough. Okay. Uh, working with someone that, you know, their daddy had got them that job. Okay. An executive, and I had just—that's a lot of—had enough. <laughs> and um, it was a Friday night, I'll never forget. And I was backing out of a huge parking structure. I will not give this studio name um, away, but if you think about it, it's a large parking <laughs> structure with a lot of like floors. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like backing out of it, and I called Katrina. And I was like, listen, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know when the last time I had spoken to Katrina, but I was like, listen, I don't know what you're doing. Mm. But I'm bringing over a glass, I mean, a glass, a bo- oh, my own glass, a <laughs> bottle of wine, and we're going to order dinner, mm. and you, we're going to list projects that you have and I have, and we're going to decide what we're going to do, and we're going to try to do some something together. That it. was September 2019. Wow. October... 2019 um so i moved here from brooklyn at that time it had been five years it was going to be five years and literally i was on my way back to brooklyn because i had had enough what i say chris it's always when you're on everybody was it was everybody's about to leave it was against the wall it was september 30th 2019 Mm -hmm. i had 
um, what is that Expedia up? Mm-hmm. And I was going to buy a one way ticket wow. back. And I was like, no, I said five years. So it had it, it had it was like maybe eight more hours. And so I was <laughs> I'll wake up, I'll wake up right. and I'll buy the ticket. And so at 7 a.m. I got a text message and it was like, mm, so what are you wearing? And I'm like, what am I wearing? <laughs> and I open up the text message and it was an invite to Will Smith. um private party and world premiere of Gemini Man. Okay. And a friend of mine, um, shout out to Stacy, had invited me to Will Smith um, event. So the backstory is I was a PA on his I Am Legend mm-hmm. um, movie back years ago in 2007 and he was super gracious to us and they hadn't paid us for overtime and mm. lunch and all that. Will found out about it and he ended up paying all the 200 PAs out wow. of his own pocket. 200 um, PAs? Yes, out of his own pocket, all our back money. Nice. And I'll never forget that. And I met Stacy at DreamWorks when I worked there. Mm-hmm. And I told her the story and she was his friend. And so she told him. And so we, uh, he told her, next time you speak to this Michelle invite her and so to my event and so she invited me to the event Mm -hmm. and that's where I met Brett that's what Trina was saying I don't know if you want to tell Brett this so anyway (laughs) met Brett at the world premiere and he was sitting there and this is the story he's going to argue about the head of all black all black Dismuke yes the head of all black and now we TV and he was being snotty and looking into (laughs) his phone (laughs) and so um, you know Stacy was trying to like introduce us and he was like looking at his phone Mm. and he was like "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm she's like oh yeah this is my friend she's a producer she's doing big things and he's like "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and so he was like yeah take my information and I looked at him and I was like my name is Michelle Ebony Hardy and I have projects all over this town you may want to take my information and he looked at me and he was like okay and he took my information (laughs) and he was like why don't you send me over so log lines and at that time me and Katrina had already said we're going to form something so Mm. we were like what are we going to send him and we sent him some log lines Mm. and literally he emailed us and was like come into my office and pitch I don't think Lace wasn't on those log lines Yes, I don't remember Lace being because Lace was the last. It, thing that it was we the last pitched. like that we pitched, yeah. but it was on it was on the list. Well, okay, oh that's funny. Okay, because we were, <laughs> we were so determined about these I think other we ones. We sent them like four five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We were like, <laughs> just like everything. Just throw everything. Just throw everything. See, he got to pick something. Shit. <laughs> so we literally went in. And we went into the office and I remember just being so nervous and we were doing jumping jacks in the bathroom. Remember all this stuff? And we were and somebody was <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom and was and we were in the bathroom and we were and Katrina was like, I gotta pee like a horse. We didn't realize somebody was like in the bathroom and the poor lady came out laughing and she was like, I understand the nerves, girl. I was like, Oh God, it was a whole big thing. And we got in there and we pitched and Katrina told you that part, but literally she's absolutely right. He bought it. He and Nikki Love bought it wow. in the room and they were like, From a log we love line. it, we love it. We love or did it. y'all expand on it? We expanded on well, it. Well, yeah, like he, we, I, I forgot the other t- um, two uh, projects. We were pitching 
and then you know how somebody's in the room and they you know they want to be attentive mm-hmm. and he was attentive and he was like you know I could just see his head going okay I listened to okay, a lot of pictures okay <laughs> yes, and it, it really wasn't one because it, it felt like to one. me right yeah he didn't it, it didn't those it other wasn't ones the reaction that you wanted right yeah. those yeah. other ones didn't hit him and then I'm looking at him and I was like he's fading like mm. he's and then we were like well what about lace and I had the pitch deck uh, mm-hmm. with me and I was like here you go so then he started to mm-hmm. kind of rev up a little bit okay. and then right then and there it was just like okay okay he's go. coming around and he called Nikki the Nikki to come in there and so when Nikki came in there we redid Nikki the whole oh, pitch God. again again and I was a good sign. I was looking at my watch. I was looking at my watch, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get towed, and I don't right. have the money to untow. Right. So you guys right. gotta hurry up." <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. that was that. So that was October 2019, and then literally, no, it wasn't. It was October 2019, but it was December when we got the yes. When we got the yes, the official the yes, official right. yes right. was 2019, and then we started. Writing September twentieth, yes, twenty twenty, and Katrina during the called me mm-hmm. and reached out a couple of times. We had a couple of group calls with Adam, yes, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> I remember we talked about it. You're yeah, like, really? We got this. I was like, <laughs> Katrina wouldn't lie. <laughs> Katrina wouldn't call well, me. It wasn't here's real. Here's the yeah. thing, Tracy. We've had a lot of projects together. Like we got the clinic. We got yeah. all these other yes, projects. Ma'am. And I remember uh, uh, us three saying, "Do not." call about a project unless there is something concrete. Oh, I knew you weren't lying. Y'all had a deal. Y'all had a deal. Right, unless it's something because we don't want to get because we... We just we could say a lot of stuff. Yes, like, we could. Uh, we was yes, up we in could. Fox uh, pitching the show. Came close. Zetteros. Uh, mm-hmm. Another show got picked up was just like ours, yeah. but ours was better. <laughs> uh, but we we came Fox. we came close. But, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> told y'all mm-hmm. no filter, y'all mm-hmm. y'all y'all said. getting it. Like, today. And then, then the fact that they wanted the writers from our show to write on their show, like huh? get the fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> no, oh, but sorry. it was. But it was but I I have a connection because Katrina worked on my first project that I worked that I I produced and wrote Mm -hmm. showrunner. Tracy entered uh he brought me to my first DGA um event event, Mm -hmm. and Adam sold me my first writer's desk and chair because Katrina introduced me to Adam and Adam I drove to Beverly Hills to pick it up and he and his wife Brandy like stuffed it in my little old, mm. you know, Honda Accord and he sold it to me for $25. That's hilarious. Because that's all I could afford. <laughs> that's so that's like my connection. It's to full circle. Yeah. Wow. No, you know, it's full it's, circle. It's, and it's, when I it's called, God. But I when mind. I told them, because I think I had to, um, told Michelle the same thing, is like we had this kind of pack right Mm -hmm. don't come talking about a show unless there's some real traction or something like that because you don't want to we don't want to get our hopes Mm -hmm. up too high again that's right uh so but (laughs) then especially you in that situation she knows but we but we told (laughs) these guys so i didn't know that y'all had a conversation (laughs) after that because you didn't believe us or something well adam and i thought you were lying he thought you were lying just red face just like 
Tell me but new stories. Emotionally, again. like he's just been through you, so much. My, like, I don't know if this my is heart, I couldn't accept emotionally what my brain was telling me. Yeah. I was like, Katrina, we know. Like she said, we had a pact, and Katrina is that way. She's not gonna call that, that he or did jump say on this. the phone if it's not a real thing. Yep. I was just in a different space. Yeah. But when the the UMC, the first press release came. Right. That's when you believed it? Well, I had no choice <laughs> at that point. We had had a couple of conversations by then, and it was COVID time, so everybody was home. But I was just in a, a, a weird space, and it was hard to accept. Yeah, plus, you were secretly at the time deciding if you were going to stay in this business. Yes. So it was a lot of studying finance on and the whole thing. Uh, we didn't know that. But, but, so, you know, when I give you and Michelle credit, I'm not just doing it because it's part of my responsibility as EP of that show. Like, I really mean that. And so, for me, it was, in many ways, divine intervention. It sounds very corny to say. Like, all of this is true. Mm-hmm. Like, Michelle's connection with myself and Adam, and like, that's all true. It's a very cute story yeah. when I <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, it but what y'all are hearing is the truth. That This is how it oh, really it's, happened. It's true. Yeah. But see, this always reminds me of <clears throat> one of the reasons why I'm still close to most of the people when I was in the Cosby Fellowship mm-hmm. is because I always heard the story of, um, shit, why am I going blank on what's his name who passed? Um, the comedy writer, Michael. Ajakwe. Ajakwe, uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, because Michael was Rest my mentor. Peace. Right, right, right. We both, that's right, we right. both were in it. Right. And, and, and let me just finish this last little thing, but I remember hearing the story of how he got his first job. The woman who wrote created the show I forget what the show was it Eve or some show he was on I forget and she was in the program with the two and they were close mm-hmm. and they made a deal that if you ever get a show bring me on and that's what happened right and I was like oh I need to be cool with whoever's in here because if it ain't me it's gonna be them right you know what I mean so I've watched every single one of us grow and have our own stuff and you whatever and I remember Adam for way back he was just at his little apartment him and his wife and right. he was writing little scripts and I was you know what I mean I came over and he I was like man many, one day many hours do, in that apartment yeah, he's like one day I'm gonna do what you're doing Past me, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's just funny. You never know who's. One who. thing I can say, Adam is a beast at writing because I remember when we were all a part of OBS because mm-hmm. we were in the same writers group. I know um, what group we. I was in uh, Jennifer's group. I think that was one, right? I okay. think I was two. I was in group that's, one. That's way. Back, and I remember yeah. when Adam was still. He was. Uh, he was going to. Uh, I think he was doing online classes for a writing. Mm-hmm program that he was doing at a college and um to see where this dude is now like it is so crazy like he's about to uh flout the country because they're filming his episode that he wrote on a a new show i don't know if you want me to shout it out so i'm not gonna do that right now because i don't know if they want everybody to know but like he's been on uh some great shows uh and every time it's funny when michelle and i pitch something and they find out that we know Adam. They're like, oh, my God, mm. I love Adam. Da, da, da. And I was like, so he's making a great mark for himself. Mm-hmm. But to be able to be full circle with everybody, because there's a definite divine connection with us mm-hmm. all to be here. And prayerfully, we're going to get a season two mm-hmm. uh, for Lace. So it's going to be amazing. And I'm hoping that goddamn budget go up. It better. <laughs> season <Yes>. two. <laughs> This is a very big world, and it needs a budget that's... We have to expand it a little bit more. Let's talk about um, how you guys ran the writer's room, 
Um, and then let's talk about um, how you guys cast the the beautiful people I see on the screen up in there. Well, how long how long was, was the, <laughs> how long was the writers' room? How did you guys bring the writers in? You know, we mentioned a couple of names earlier. Like, how did you find them? Stuff it like was that. a it was a Zoom room. Mm-hmm. Um, Katrina and Michelle were with us every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, my responsibility was sort of to keep things moving. Of course, we had myself, the three other writers. Um, our assistant Safia like Mafia who became a writer in the process and everyone was home we came up with a schedule that in retrospect was a very tight schedule but at the time I felt like it was appropriate given the, the budget constraints and everything else but you know I brought my experience from being on a previous show with breaking out the beats and that whole thing. We didn't have a a whiteboard where we were sharing the screen, but uh, Safia took the notes for us every day. Um, There were times when they needed, the other writers needed a bit of a push, particularly in the beginning, um, understanding that they had to not just sort of show up, but to come with new ideas every day and to really read the notes and process and so it took a minute for us to get going but once we got going we were able to sort of break out what the six episodes were and break each story one by one and as i said katrina and michelle it was it was helpful to have them because they let us know if we deviated too far off track or if something was really really working and you know you we we always push team, and I told them like it's it's not always going to be told the baby writers, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be glamorous and sexy. Like you're not going to get the ball at the end of the game every right. time. But when the team wins, you you will win also. For sure. And you got to be okay with that, and be honest about it if um, if it's not there. So a lot of the traditional things you do in a room, mm-hmm. we did. Zoom was very different from being in person, but I again, still, I still hate it. <laughs> you know, I I had sat with and spent a lot of time with this script that we had co-written for a long time, mm-hmm. and we did some notes. I did as much prep as I could before the room started. We had some overviews and mm-hmm. character backstories and that kind of thing. So, and did you guys end up building a Bible? You already had one before. We we pretty much had our own mm-hmm. before that, and then the the writers that we had were, um, and specifically for uh, uh, myself and Michelle, were this this show was about also giving people an opportunity, right? right? Yeah. So I know some of them suckers are in the guild who weren't in the guild before, right? So love somebody right. gave us the opportunity, Brett and Nikki gave us the opportunity mm-hmm. to be showrunners, because yeah. you know when you go sell a show at ABC, they picking a the showrunner, you ain't showrunning your no. show, <laughs> and so for him to do that with us, we were like, okay. We want to give people some opportunities, right? So that's why 
of the writers weren't necessarily writers on shows. Mm -hmm. So like Victor is a novelist. Lisa, um, you know, worked with the studios and was a writer, Mm -hmm. but had not been picked to be a writer on a show. And the same with Safia and um, Yasmin. So that was one of the things, and and I'll let uh, Michelle extend on that, but that was a lot of the conversations that we had Mm -hmm. about we got an opportunity. Let's provide opportunities uh, for other people. I love it. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you know Katrina and I talked about all the time was because we worked in the studio system for various networks and studios that we didn't. We were tired of going up the studio system, hmm. right? So we were tired of asking for a seat at a table. So we wanted to build our own table, and mm-hmm. that's what we did. And part of that was to give opportunity, break new talent, and that meant for actors, bring back our the, some of the wonderful you know veteran actors that may have not Mm -hmm. worked for a while that we didn't see and give them opportunities and so the same thing for writers and it was super important it was like you know if someone didn't give us an opportunity right then we wouldn't be here Mm -hmm. so yeah we could have went for the more seasoned writers but we wanted to give opportunity to people so you know, one of the deals that we said, no matter what goes on the page, you're still going to have your name on that script, Love it. Mm-hmm. you know, um, with, of course, Tracy being the head writer mm-hmm. and his guidance, and you're going to get an opportunity to be a part of the guild. That's dope. Okay. So that was like a decision mm-hmm. that, you know, the four of us, meaning me, Katrina, Tracy, and Adam made regarding these writers. I love it. You know, and That's we wanted dope. to provide that opportunity to them. And like Tracy said, Safia, we call her Safia Mafia. Mafia. <laughs> Mafia Safia. Who's, who's, who's writing on a show on BET right now? Nice. Right. Yes. And she, she started as a writer's assistant mm. and then she got her own episode within the process. Mm-hmm. And now she's on BET. Mm-hmm. as a writer so it, it, it this show has been a blessing um in all ways right so it gives us an opportunity to be showrunners head writers executive producers so can't wait for people to see it november the 4th all black.tv <laughs> also amazon prime if you're listening so <laughs> but it's provided you know different avenues for everyone here with our actors right so sky black mm-hmm. we first know, uh, knew him from like sisters and then you know uh all the queen's men like uh, he's he's really blowing up mm-hmm. and this, this is this is when they get him right this yeah. is when they get like if you look at he's everywhere now he's yeah. essence rolling out like all these different press outs, outlets deadline but also for our show he plays something totally different than he's ever played mm-hmm. before and and i literally watch this dude like really kill it you know he he does Tyler Perry shows so they have to remember a lot of scripts a lot of lines it's like a soap Jack right it's like a soap opera right so he we knew he was gonna come in and he was gonna kill it but the way the elevation of his character and how he was delivering lines and getting into it because I'm gonna tell you there's a mahogany moment (laughs) (laughs) Um, that he delivers and he delivers along with uh, Miriam so Casting and um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you handle the casting, but we were diligent in every and very strategic in everything that we've done mm-hmm. on this show, even down to the editing. Nice, right? Um, casting. Okay, sure. <laughs> 
where do you want us to go? I mean, again, breaking new talent, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a list, All Black had a wish list. We, you know, negotiated yeah. on lists. And we and we went after some people. And there were people that- Turned their nose. Turned their nose. Mm-hmm. They, what we call mm-hmm. big time does, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. We don't know you and we don't know All Black and deuces. Right. And I want them to tune in to All Black on exactly. Thursday, November 4th. Thanks. Michelle, I'll throw you, I'll throw you a lob. Thank you. This. Can I, sure. I'm gonna slam dunk <laughs> even though I'm 5'3"? Okay. No, throw, here's, here's the lob. We knew from creating the show that our actors needed to know how to act. <laughs> yes. We also knew from working in the business that it matters that they look good on camera and be attractive in right. the whole thing. And so we had that understanding <clears throat> from the beginning. Yes, they, were, they needed to look good. We get that. But they had to be able to act. They mm-hmm. had to act. Right. And, you know, we asked that everybody read right mm-hmm. on tape oh, so there's no offering you, no got it no. and it's not because we didn't believe in your talent but it was can you do the part the way we want you to do it the way it was written it had nothing to do with it you know what i mean listen there is a seasoned veteran actor mm-hmm. should i who went after i we ain't gonna touch him. Okay. Well, no, God, you that's enough. Said, that's enough. Filter, okay. whatever. That's enough. No, it's a good story. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, right. a, it's a great story. Oh, okay. Who went after the role of Orthello? Mm-hmm. We all love him. Mm-hmm. Love him. But, okay, so the. So or, <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna. It's a great story. Tell it. Look. Okay. <laughs> Tracy doesn't know where I'm gonna go. Go ahead. Okay. TT over there laughing. No. So <laughs> Leonard Roberts yeah. went love, after the I role. Leonard. I love Leonard. Yes. He went after the role of film. Othello, who the description is a 30-year-old uh-huh. male, multilingual, Harvard grad, mm-hmm. um, you know, love fine women, fine food, mm-hmm. fine wine, vintage cars, all that. So we know that he could do that role, right. but clearly he's not 30. 30. Yeah. So when we saw the audition, and we were like, Leonard Roberts is auditioning for Lace. <laughs> we were happy as hell to see that it yeah, was Leonard no, Roberts. we were like, oh, oh. <laughs> we were like, oh shit. Oh shit, oh my God. Mm. So at three o'clock in the morning, like you know, I normally do, call Katrina. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, Leonard Roberts! I mean, I, it just hit me. So then, I think we called Adam mm-hmm. and woke him up. I'm sure Brandy appreciated that. I think Tracy he didn't answer his phone because he's yeah. like that damn crazy ass Michelle. <laughs> Tracy don't Tra- answer, his don't phone answer his phone after ten o'clock at three a.m. He put it on mute. He put it on have, mute. This is where I have my moments, and right. it, it all happens at three a.m. You know, um, but I said we got to get him. Like, we got to get him. I think we also called Natasha, mm-hmm. um, the casting director, and I was like, we, we, got, we got to get him on the phone because he's not going to be Othello, but we're going to change this one character, Judge Reinhardt, and we're going to talk to him, and we're going to convince him to become Judge Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Judge Reinhardt was only in a, in a one, episode. one episode. That's right. And we were like, nope, we're going we're gonna to add some more. we got to add some more for mm-hmm. this character because we want him. Right. We want him. And so the great thing about Tracy 
and Adam. Now Adam was writing um, on another show, but on my the, block or something. No, yeah. this is after that. Oh, he after was he was on a TNT uh, show. Uh, Snowpiercer. Oh, Snowpiercer. I, I just want to say something about about Leonard Roberts. You know, he got. I guess it was last year. It came out. He got kind of maligned when he did yes. when he did Heroes, you know. Right. And and then um, he did his own op-ed. Yeah, his own, he came back and it, and it's like um you know when he was do, right when he right before he did Heroes when he was uh, for the audition he did a short film for me and he was telling me about oh just audition for this show called Heroes blah 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 and um he's a class act he's so on yes. so many levels and such a pro pro such a pro. It's unbelievable that he. I mean, at the moment, yes. we, at the moment, we know why his career didn't take off because of that, and that stuff haunts you as a black person more than it does anybody else. Um, believe me, I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, but it's awesome that you guys got him because oh, he's no. amazing. Oh, they him. didn't get him. We, Super we did. talent. Oh yes, we did. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, oh we yes, did. he did. Okay. We sold. He's on we, the show. We sold. We sold this show to Leonard like rent was due the next day. Okay, <laughs> and let me tell you, he was honored. He mm-hmm. was gracious. Very. And when he showed up on set, mm-hmm. he he. Let me tell you, everybody, everybody knows him because he's great. Everybody, it was like it, it. We cannot. I mean, the people were just. It was like royalty had just royalty. walked on the set. He and Kalita Smith, and, and that's Kalita. a whole nother. That's my girl. Right yeah. There, yeah, she's well, on she, the show. She's as on well. the show as a judge as well. Yeah. But one thing I have to say about Tracy and Adam, and what I love about them as creators and writers is that. We have crazy imaginations, but I like to say eclectic. <laughs> and no matter how the third crazy, time. yes, because I want you to understand you when you, you see the episodes, right, that we can throw the crazy out and they'll take it. They'll catch it. And they will cultivate it right. because yes. it's crazy. Right. And they will catch it and they will make it work. So that's exactly what happened because even Kalita Smith, that was supposed to be a male judge. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, we gotta get Kalita. But mm-hmm. even Sheriff Olsen was a male. Oh, yeah, was a Bobby male. Bobby was a male. We changed it to a white woman because with red she hair. Was that awesome. Mm. Yeah, and we wanted her in our show. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to casting, there was no, I guess what what, what I want to say, there wasn't like one way to do it. Right. But we yes, had a great flexible. Hit. I mean, we were very flexible and open. And so, open. I mean, I think the yeah. thing about casting is this is the thing that we as black people know is that like white people are so strict with their divisions of things, and it's like the flexibility that you want to have as a creator when you see the, a piece of talent that could come in and like shift shift your whole thing. You're like, be open to that. Right. Be open to that because you because the, the, because again, you guys have such strong vision. You guys know where you can mix and match, and it'll still stay what you want to say, but it'll add a different flavor because you're you're open and you're flexible. You know, mm. it's all about being flexible. I mean, as you know, once production starts, you're like, well, hell, all these plans gotta go out the window anyway. Right. <laughs> well, on set, the go. word for season one is reimagine. Reimagine. We had to reimagine a lot. Reimagine because of budget, right. uh, time constraints, locations. Because locations were during COVID and all of the restrictions for COVID and. Mm. Mask and what, but 
But through it all, we did not have one positive COVID taste, yeah. uh, case Thank on our God. show. Amazing. Not one. But I, but I, I want to say sh- why. Because nobody wants to be that person. <laughs> and I thank God for that. Exactly. For, for that. But I want to shout out our cast. We have the lovely Lace, Lacey McCullough, which is played by Miriam Basir. And that was a story. Her uh, then uh, oh, uh, yeah. manager, Jehu, uh, he was driving in the Nor'easter uh, storm mm. in Connecticut. And I saw her on Instagram called Katrina. And I was like... We got to audition that one. Hmm. And he pulled, he pulled over, over in a storm. In a storm. In a storm. And to I was like. The conversa- to have the conversation. Yes. Wow. With me and Katrina. Mm-hmm. We were like, your client is amazing. Mm-hmm. We want to we wanna audition her. And Jehu was like, give me some time. We'll get her. Oh, yeah. It was and great she, working with him. Yeah. It was great working with him. Really and, great. Uh, Miriam, she killed it. Killed the audition. Loved her personality. Um, great leading woman. Uh, Katrina talked about Sky Black. I mean, can I just talk about how awesome and just really down to earth, humble Sky mm-hmm. Black is? Beautiful he is person, beautiful inside person inside, inside and, out. and out. The person at the top of your call sheet needs to be. I mean, it could be a problem. No, he not. was. He's he's a wonderful. <laughs> oh, okay. Y'all stories about that. <laughs> he's a wonderful leading mm-hmm. man. I can one day we can come back and tell you a story about Portos and how <laughs> he did his leading man thing with um, giving the uh, background actors uh, 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 handing them out Portos and things like that. But you know, he has a big heart, and you know, he want everybody to feel included. So Sky Black is great. We have Tanyelle Waivers from Queen. Sugar, Sugar. who's playing Britney? Dude, when I say I, when we saw, we had, um, uh, we just had a, a, a paint and sip, and I saw Danielle, and I was like, girl, that that scene between her and Alfred. Oh my God! Wait till you guys see Danielle mm-hmm. is all grown up. She that Kiki, grown, grown. that Kiki on Queen Sugar, she's grown, she, grown. That's disappeared mm-hmm. all together. We got Chris Sato who plays Vincent, mm-hmm. great, great, great actor. We have uh, Molly Della Mosco who plays Chelsea Gamble. Um, we have and Taylor Bono, uh who plays uh, Nora Teff. Oh, yes. The and Antoine, Antoine Harris. Harris. Yes. Who plays, he's calm, cool, collected. He plays the boy twin or the male Aaron twin. Tough. Aaron Tuff. And let me just tell you They're something about quirky. him. Quirky. <laughs> a little nerdy. Martial artists. They are, they look like models, mm-hmm. but yet they are the muscle of the law firm. You won't see them coming. Mm. Talking about <laughs> badasses, badasses. Nice. I know I'm gonna forget somebody, so somebody help me out. <laughs> we have Leticia Labelle playing Sasha. Sasha, her, we, we won't. Isaac we will not. Montgomery. We will not give away her storyline because <laughs> right. that's all together. But we right. gonna say she is a HBCU mm. uh, graduate <laughs> who. Um, Ain't what she what she claims to be. Go ahead, Tracy. You want to say something, <laughs> something just, about that? Ter- Terrell Carter. Terrell. Terrell oh, Carter. Terrell. That's my dude. Terrell. Terrell plays Mark. That's my Lacey's dude. He husband. plays Lacey husband, who is this wonderful, wildly uh, successful architect. Um, and yeah, he that's he, him. Oh yes, no. I mean, he has a whole story. Does he get to sing it all for y'all? He does not get to sing <laughs> this we season. Him, we heard him singing, <laughs> um, but he's he's, he's he's yeah. super, and he's like. Like, I mean, he walks on set and he right. is just, 
you know, awesome. We have Your Nate boys. Walker yeah. who Nate. played Lacey's yes, brother, Lacey brother, mm-hmm. Daniel McCullough. We have we're introducing Jordan T. Johnson who plays the intern at mm. uh, McCullough and Associates. Uh, Benji, um, he is you know he's like the guys we grew up with in Brooklyn. You could put him in a tux or you could mm-hmm. put him in Tim's. You know he's still, you know he's a <laughs> co- he's a he's a mathematical genius. Um, mm-hmm. He has a photograph graphic memory like this Mm. guy is awesome he can wear braids you know he Mm -hmm. can wear his hair out you know these are real people that we know that Mm -hmm. we don't often get to see we got Um, Alana Barksdale yes Big D D. who knows everything about everything in Los Angeles (laughs) she knows and see all it's kind of like if you were to watch like a Martin Scorsese or or, you know what I mean Mm -hmm. kind of uh project and we we decided you have like, the archetypes involved right in right so we wanted to when do we get to see like i said a tatted up dude in a suit play a Harvard lawyer mm-hmm. you know what I mean when do we get to see a black woman Lacey McCullough who can move in a room like a dude mm-hmm. you know what I mean but still look beautiful put together and you know intelligent all of that but still make moves like guys do so yeah. that's this world for her and then the people that are surrounding <coughs> in this law firm oh the place we got to sh- uh, shoot the law firm was so oh I was gonna ask perfect. you guys just really quickly it was so it was, was our vision was your main set piece like the law firm for example did you guys shoot that on a studio or did you guys shoot that you know in, in an actual? actual office okay that was like was that's that, yeah, we, that was we, we blew our lo- location, location. Uh, budget on that and again <laughs> these are real real producers here yes we are promoting the show selling the show no doubt mm. hashtag lace all black hashtag lace <laughs> a-l-l-b-l-k A-L-L-B-L-K. but these are real okay. producers the clarity the decision making, mm-hmm. the problem solving, the ability to pivot on the fly, the adjustments that have to be made, the reimagining, it's all real. Mm-hmm. So I, I want everybody to understand <clears throat> it wasn't just, oh yeah, we got a check, we got a deal, and you know, we're producers. No, this is like real nuts and bolts mm-hmm. making it but, happen. Like, but I'm not surprised sorry to jump, I'm not surprised by this at all because the expectation for me is that this is the way it should be. All that indie, could you, you've been doing indie work for years. All that indie work we've been doing for should be grooming time. you for this. It should. And, and that's the thing because everything should be uh, an, the next step, right? right? The next thing. And also preparing you because, you know, um, one of my first big things out here was because even when I was in Baltimore, like I worked for government, mm-hmm. but even having a government job, I was still a journalist. Mm. I worked for a newspaper. Mm. I was writing uh, newspaper articles. I was working for uh, television stations. I did the uh, when Kwaisi Mfume had his own talk show. <laughs> I worked on that show and so and then when I moved out here doing Karen's mm-hmm. uh, uh, soap which I love because I love soaps right. um, but it was something different and so just keep trekking and trekking and trekking to get to those bigger projects and so when this happened now you got a bigger playing field to do what you've already been trained to do right. you know what I mean and so if problems came up we would <laughs> be on that phone <laughs> till three and four and five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. not getting any sleep, but making sure that 
everything went to that screen everything about even reimagining um you know dialogue or reimagining locations all of that played a part in the success of this of this show with everybody because mm-hmm. i mean we were on zoom google meets for google six meets. seven hours at a time yeah even after like a writer's run yeah mm. that's yeah, great yeah the standing sunday <clears throat> meeting was like seven eight months something like that yeah it was a lot it was a lot of work but and even even after going into post oh well <laughs> but we're here this exactly is, i just i just gonna, dropped off some hard drives i mean we're still in the weeds <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna let chris run and we're gonna continue here but where uh thank you chris on? where are you going i got scripted right <laughs> He's oh. on script this week. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you, Chris. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Thank you for coming. It was wonderful home, meeting you because I don't think I've ever seen my I'm super excited before. to see the show. You know, I remember like like when Tracy said this, and I think it was like, was a deadline there was a deadline announcement or something else that wasn't there. Last summer. Yeah, last summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I so I've, I've been curious and anxious to see this. It's great to meet you guys. Like I said, you know, like Tracy had lunch the other. A breakfast a couple weeks ago and he was telling me about just like the the uh, uh um how arduous this was but how excited he was to see it is and and now i see the i see the beautiful minds behind it and i saw the awesome trailer and i want and, and everyone needs to see this there will be a trailer in the show notes Indeed. and uh yeah that's it thank, thank you Chris. Indeed, Indeed. Indeed. thank you bro yeah, thank you for your support thanks, Chris. stay safe <clears throat> drive safe i was gonna ask y'all something a minute ago i had it it's top of my head you're talking about that. We're talking about that. We've been talking We're heavy talking about, about editing, production, 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 production post, process. Oh, I was asking you earlier about the set piece and the main set. You guys ended up renting a building or something oh, yeah, for for firm. the law firm. Did you guys end up bringing in your production offices there too, or was it somewhere else? No. Well, our production offices was our home for okay. <laughs> pre-production. Okay, okay. The crib and the trailer. And Got the trailers. Well, here's the thing. Yes. Uh, while we're in COVID, because a lot of people are still not back at work, yes. right? And yes. so what saves on budgets now is if you do the pre-production at home, mm-hmm. you don't rent a building. Right. Um, and then, you know, you could That's do That's why at I least, got me a desk, girl. Right. You got <laughs> at least two or three weeks exactly. during pre-production. Mm. But, um, but, yeah. Oof. Yes, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all learned a ton, didn't you? Yeah, it, it, um, you learn a ton. You learn all the jobs. Mm-hmm. All the jobs. You learn a lot about managing expectations and personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, and all the jobs. Because my first job was at CBS Sports. You know, mm-hmm. and I always like. I hated having the reputation of being able to manage difficult personalities, <laughs> but now I appreciate it. That's funny. But that's like you don't always want to have to be the one who managed dif- difficult personalities. But that's a skill set. It's you know what I mean. Such a skill set, and it's needed as an EP or a showrunner. So um, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. I, I always tell people, and I'm curious from all three of you in this particular thing. One of my strengths is being the guy usually when I'm on set I'm usually running the set and and one of the things I love the reason I love it is I'm like an ante- anticipator if that's a word I'm always anticipating what's going on and people are always like God you're like the most calmest person on the set on the set it's like because I'm concentrating mm-hmm. like I'm really listening I go to every department to see if everybody's okay I do my thing and then I park myself by the video village 
And people are always like, why are you always sitting over there? I'm like, because I need to know that they're doing the vision that I said we were going to do and that we agreed on, blah, blah, blah. And I almost never speak. But when, as soon as the director huddles, I huddle with them. I, be, I become a part of that group. Always happens. This is, I told this a couple times in different shows. This is what happens. At some point, I'll see something in the frame and I'll be like, I don't like this angle. Something's not right. And I'll beeline over to the director and I'll be like, let me holler at you. Let me look at this. And we look at it. I can play it back. They play it back. And I go, what do you see? And they go, oh, well, you know, such and such. Look at it again. What do you see? And they go, oh, well, oh. And I go, yeah, you need to move just a little. Now you can see all the way down the hallway. Just give it an even more whatever, right? And him be like, oh, they'll go do it. They'll come back every single time, every day for the next few weeks or whatever. Every time he says action, he goes like this, like, is it okay? You, you, they, you, you, you earn the trust great. in that thing. Right. But also, I'm also a director too, so I have a vision. But I don't, I don't ever use it unless it's necessary. Right. You know, I still give them the vision to do their thing, but I don't come in the middle of it and make them feel like they're not directing. I'm just there as a third eye for you. Mm-hmm. You know what right, I mean? Right, because some people don't see see things in the moment. Right. Yeah, well, he, here's that. I'll Michelle can jump in too, but here, here's what I'll say for my on set observations. We had some <clears throat> newer. Some of those folks are inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Good people, good intentions, but some of them lacked experience. And so for us as executive producers, even if we wanted to, we didn't have time to get them to understand that if the shit comes out whack, we don't get to tell the network, well, so-and-so was their first time, so-and-so's new, and so-and-so try. Like, we don't have that option. Or the budget. And so... We couldn't do no reshoots. No, we didn't have a budget for We didn't have a budget for reshoots. I'll I'll tell you, a very senior person, I will not say his name, Mm -hmm. at... can Can I tell the place... It's up to you. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all good for me. <laughs> I'll tell the place. He gave advice. I think I, you guys both know. I won't say his name, but he just he oh, just cutting cutting your, te- cutting no. your teeth. No, well, I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna talk about him. But yes, uh-huh. he he gave great advice too. He was great, but it was a very senior place. I won't say the place. I won't say the place. But he just said that you 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 all did not have a budget mm-hmm. for, oh, for era. Mm. Yeah, you that's know a, that's a teacher, and yeah. he said yes, and <laughs> exactly. he he was a very senior person. I'll just mm. say at the WGA, at the mm. WGA, yeah, yeah and say, he was a very yeah. senior, 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 yeah. senior person, okay. and um, you know that was just a lesson for us, you know, as new showrunners and things right. like that. Like you know, that's you know, next time going in second mm-hmm. season, things like that, because you always need that cushion because it's human era right. yeah, you know what I mean contingencies yeah yes. and things like that so you know <laughs> I mean mm. that, that has been said for a lot of people's projects <laughs> where there is no room for error and I think that's with a lot of these low budgets uh, you know modest. project mm-hmm. modest budgets like you know at some of these networks like we're not getting the budgets that ABC is getting right. we're not getting five and six and ten mm. million dollars per episode right. you know what I mean to um, to shoot a show and so there is no room for error but again I think 
it's also what what I'm tired of me personally is giving black folks a certain amount and having them you do what you need to do with that amount. Right. We know y'all can y'all right. can do that. Right. You go ahead and, mm-hmm. and take care of that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm tired of yeah. in this business. It's like give us what our counterparts are getting. Thanks. And if you give it to us, we're gonna really knock that shit out right. the park. So I, I don't know if that's what yeah. you're afraid of and that's why you keep giving us mm-hmm. and, and not to say anything about all black, but all black is owned by mm-hmm. AMC. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So my thing <clears> is is that I think we we need to get to a point where we can get bigger budgets to do bigger things with. And, you know, a lot of these networks have, have made their, um, marks off of black television. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the CW, what was it? UPM Mm -hmm. and all the shows that had Martin and got like all of this stuff, the game and all of this stuff. And then once you get to there, cause the CW, you ain't got no black shows no more. Nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now it's all about the white shows. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, give us the, the opportunity to have bigger budgets to do bigger things like you do your counterparts who don't have any experience at all. So, um, you, but. You think they figure it out by now? You know, like, some, I was listening to a podcast this morning as I was driving here. They're interviewing the guy who wrote Shaun of the Dead. He's got some new movie coming out or something. And he was talking about how. Um, the reason why he waits so long to write projects is he gets frustrated by the fact that there's all these Marvel movies and whatever. And he's like, nothing against them, but you got to remember that. And he went down a list of all these like top sh- movies that became like aliens and different movies that mm-hmm. became franchises. Like they were spec scripts at first. Right. Why wouldn't you take more risk in that? Why do you spend so much time in IP if, if you gave every two or three movies you did a chance for it to be the spec, you'd have other chances for more IPs. Right. I, you know, I, it was a really good, pro- he said it better than no, I said No, but that's a it. great yeah. conversation. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who works in Post and I was like, dude, like, I love Marvel. I love DC. I run to the movies to see these things mm-hmm. and I was like, well, why do we have to keep having, like I even watched, uh, I, I just saw uh, Halloween Kills mm-hmm. and I'm like, why do we not give, uh, you know, some new opportunities to some new people right. who have some newer ideas and he was like you know he calls me shawty he was like look shawty he was like they're going to squeeze out every dime that they can get yeah. out of that IP if they have to keep repeating it mm-hmm. over and over it's because easier it's, it's easier and it's a proven mm-hmm. IP mm-hmm. right they know that they're going to make money off of it but again if they give newer folks some opportunities like us sitting here at this table then you might get some other ips that you can stretch right you know what i mean new fresh voices Voices. and Mm -hmm. perspectives um you know for me i you know i'm at the point where i'm just over having to prove my worth Mm -hmm. that's just like that's not the approach that i take right it's okay it's so it's okay if you don't believe you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's okay i can pitch the idea you know and we can tell you about how wonderful the idea and if you can't if you don't believe in it that's fine we'll move on to the next but you know i guess i think mentally for me i had to separate the pitch from the worth yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just for mental health reasons. Mm-hmm. Because I think for us, we see all these things on television or in the theaters and things like that. And we're like, that got me. That got me. <laughs> exactly. yes. They gave that this amount. Yep. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're being arrogant or we mm-hmm. think so much of ourselves. It's just like, really, that got made. You gave that $10 million mm-hmm. an episode or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And then we're squeezing and squeezing and squeezing out of, you know, making, trying to make, what is it, a dollar out of 15 cents or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it affects your self-esteem if you allow it. And one of the things, and we talk about I this all the time, that. we will not allow. <laughs> it ain't in my DM. <laughs> we will not allow this. One of the things is I will not allow this industry to change me. Right. Will make me tainted or jaded at all, mm-hmm. and change the core mm. of who I am. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's so important. One of the things for me, it's so important to separate the pitch from the worth. You know what I mean? Has yes. nothing to do with worth, and just keep moving on mm-hmm. because eventually someone will see mm-hmm. the value and right. what the storytelling that you're trying to bring to the the screen. Right. You know what I mean? Or sure. find ways to make it yourself, and find ways to make it yourself. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. People you be find waiting. Find ways to make it yourself. You cannot wait. People be waiting for Hollywood. Listen, wait. To, that's why I started my own company. You gotta, you know, you gotta build your own table, okay. and you gotta build on yourself. Thirty projects later, with you, you <laughs> gotta, you gotta, you gotta take your own money bake and yes. figure bet on out yourself. what you're gonna do. Because mm-hmm. my yeah. thing is, is I, you know, and this is not to down Atlanta, and I, I, I love that, that they're creating a black Hollywood down mm-hmm. in Atlanta, but I came out to Hollywood. I want to borrow your fucking yes. sugar. Look. <laughs> I'm knocking on your yes. door. Can yes. I borrow a cup of sugar mm-hmm. or whatever? I want to work come here on door. because my thing <laughs> is is that regardless of where you go, you still got to come here and deal with these suits. Exactly. Here. Yes. Because this is the heart of That's everything. Sooner or you got to get it here to go there. Exactly. Right. And so my thing is like my mom, my mother taught us that you don't run from shit. Mm. And I knew at some point I'm gonna keep on trekking. Nothing right. is going to deter me. It's gonna happen. When it happens, I'm just gonna be ready. That's just it. And then, you know, but again, we have to not allow it to affect us in a way because I've seen people... If it don't happen a certain amount, they gone. Mm-hmm. But that was never me because no. I didn't really come out here for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I came out you can't here put a date on Hollywood, care. right? I yeah. don't care about snow. That's why I'm here. I don't want to <laughs> see snow. I don't care to be cold. My cousin to tell you this morning it was like 67. I was like, girl, it's freezing. <laughs> I'm cold. That's right. I came out here to live. Yes. Period. Yes. Just to live, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to live back east. I will visit it, <laughs> but I came out here to live. Live so. For me, and even just talking to one of my girlfriends, uh, who's an actor on the show, it's like we gonna be out here regardless. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't matter whether mm-hmm. or not we make it in Hollywood or not. Right. I'm still gonna be here mm-hmm. and doing whatever I if whatever media. Uh, podcast. I'm actually gearing up to do me a uh, podcast, but d- whatever I want for my outlet, because I have to allow all my gifts to come out, right. and it has to nothing create. to do with Hollywood. You right. understand what right. I'm saying? So it's like I want to. I want to do plays. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I'm writing a short film that I just want to shoot because mm-hmm. I want to get into directing more right. and just those things. And so I'm not going to allow what a few suits because let's face it the people who are running these studios mm-hmm. now they are not creative they're not creatives they're or, attorneys or, or cpa or they wanted to do what we're doing and gave up right and now facts. you know what i'm saying and now facts. they're sitting here no yes no yes mm-hmm. mad because they got a they, creative they bone in their body can i just mm-hmm. tell a story sure, um 
just a quick shout <clears throat> out. Um, I worked for, I have a mentor, won't say his name, but he did um, give me an opportunity to meet Kenya Barris. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Shout was, out to Kenya. What's up, Kenya? Yeah, what's <laughs> out? Shout out to Kenya Barris. In March 2019, I met with him, and one of the things that Kenya Barris told me, he said, it is not the most talented that make it in Hollywood. No. It is the most tenacious. And persistent. Yep. He said <clears throat> it is the people who did not pack it up, like Katrina said. Oh, sorry. See? Look, look at me, just being defiant. <laughs> Hitting the table. Black folks, can't take you us know, nowhere. Can't, can't take us nowhere. <laughs> it is not the most talented. It is the ones who did not pack it up and go home. Facts. It is the most tenacious mm-hmm. The ones who had tenacity. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Kenya Barris. Mm-hmm. Listen, we never got an opportunity to work together. Not yet. Not yet. But I thank you for giving mm-hmm. me that hour of your time right. back in March 2019 because I stayed in LA because of that conversation mm. and now look at me yes. I'm here yes. um, but that's what he said and I never f- I'll never forget those words because you're right look at what we see on television mm-hmm. I mean I'm not being funny but it's not always the most talented that no, get not the deal for sure they get the show <clears throat> and we're here still to celebrate the win like the audience will ultimately Weigh in on lace. Yeah, y'all better be yes. tweeting on November fourth, and, and we doing all of that. The audience <laughs> yes. will ultimately, but but for us, we won. If we you got s- to the finish line. Yeah. We won. If you say something negative, I'm gonna be the Seth Rogen <laughs> of the bunch. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, or if you she don't, says, know she says she fights you. She bites you. She comes. Get- <laughs> no, I, I remember when Seth Rogen was doing that whole tweet mm-hmm. and the things he was saying. So that would probably be me. <laughs> Well, I mean, people congratulate you and you don't realize it because they're saying you got it done. You made something. And I didn't really take it in because, again, we're in the trenches. We Mm -hmm. just dropped off some hard drives, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But they're like, no, you got it made. Mm -hmm. That's the win. That's the W. And we got to take these And you got paid for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you helped other people get paid for it. That's the thing. You expanded a village. You you, you created a, a team. You created a crew. And like Tracy said, some people weren't up to the challenge um, <laughs> and we had to let you, some you, folks go you always have to weed out the week and everything <laughs> right. you do right yes. you know what I mean and one of the things that I do want to say here because I'm working on another um, show for all black right now mm-hmm. is if you tell us that's who you are and you present your credentials of who you say that you are mm-hmm. and then when you get on the job you don't do the job right. well because you lied about <laughs> some things let's Uh-oh. be real you, you're going to let go because yeah. If you tell us that's who you are, that's who we're going to believe when you come. You're going to discover it pretty right, fast. When you too. come on to the yes. project or when you come on to set. And then when you don't, uh, uh, you know, reach that plateau of who you say that you were, mm-hmm. you got to go. And it's no hard feelings. It's about the job. It becomes about the job and doing a great job. But also you want to work with your friends. You want to mm-hmm. work with people that you admire and you respect um, in the job. And when you can't do that, then you got to, you know. <laughs> but also, can I just say also sure. something else, too? Because this was this is never. Well, it's kind of discussed, but it's never really said publicly. Just because it's a black network, it doesn't mean that you can't bring your A game. Agreed. Right. 
you need to work in excellence. I don't care that it's all black. That should make you want to work in excellence even more. Set a high standard for yourself. For yourself and to build up the network. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's black. It's it's all black. It's BET or some of the other black um, platforms out there so we can slack off. No, you can't. Or we could be late. No, you can't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I was like, that's what it, I mean, like, people are watching. Like, people are watching. Have a spirit of excellence in everything you do. Let me tell you something. So, I started, I worked at DreamWorks full time and Mm -hmm. then when NBCU uh, bought them, um, acquired them, I became a contractor because I was like, you know what, I'm not doing a full time job Mm -hmm. anymore because I came out here to be a producer Mm -hmm. and I worked at many, 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 many studios Mm -hmm. afterwards and it may not have been my, you know, dream job. You know, it wasn't the producer or the executive producer that I wanted to do, but I did it at a thousand percent because it was still my professional yeah. reputation. So I just feel like it's so important that wherever we are, it's still your name is on it. You signed up for this job. Do it in excellence. It's so important to me. Like it's it's, it's, it's also important to know that that odd weird job you've done on the way up will eventually pay itself off. Come on. It'd be some right. weird thing you're like, oh, I'm right. on the set doing this. Right. Oh, I did this before. Yep, like, right. it's this weird little thing. And I'm always telling people, don't... Like, for example, my life changed for me when I realized I needed to lean in more on another angle of myself. I wasn't telling people I was from the hood and, you know, grew up this particular way and was a punk rock kid. But I wasn't... As soon as I started, people were like, oh, I want to hire you. Oh, I love that story. You know what I mean? It right. became that. Right. And that's when my life changed. So I'm always saying that weird thing like, I love that you say you guys are quirky and awkward or whatever the word. Absolutely. What, what was the word? Eclectic. Eclectic. Same thing. <laughs> but I love that because that tells me a lot. And that right. tells me that there's whimsy in there. There's a lot more, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. Because right. here's the thing, like, and I think what she's saying also reflects on black people don't want to be looked at. Um, not cool. Not cool, mm-hmm. but also... I grew up listening to Average White Band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I loved <laughs> Elton John when mm-hmm. I was young and country mm-hmm. and I watched Hee Haw right, and all of these right. things because all of those things make up me. But a Grown lot folks of talking us, right here. Grown folks. That's you know what I mean? And I loved, like, I used to go to raves um, when mm-hmm. I was in the military. We used right. to go up uh, to Seattle and we would go to uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. I was in rave parties. Didn't know what they were at the time. <laughs> but exactly. But they were, so a lot of us have a lot of different things exactly. about us as a we person are layered. and as Not an individual but right. we don't we don't want people to see that right. we only want people to see one side yeah. and so again when when <clears throat> we was during the hiring process it was not all about just the skill level but it was mm-hmm. also about personality and um, work you know, ethic work ethic right. and all of that stuff and then if that's who you say you are then right. be that Indeed. and um, you know and then everything else will be great on set if not you're gonna get fired <laughs> <laughs> y'all do well <laughs> so let's tell everybody again where's the show where they can find it when you guys drop give me the premiere and all that Anybody. November 4th on All Black, A L L B L K dot TV. Did you uh, say Amazon Prime too or something? We're also, um, you also can find All Black <clears throat> on Amazon Prime. Dope. Every Thursday, except for uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, it'll be the Wednesday before. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Please share the website. Um, uh, 
share the Instagram uh, page. It is at Lace All Black, L A C E A L L B L K. And then also to um, also go to uh, Watch, Watch All Black. And our individual IGs, come on my page, tell me what you think. Don't come on there being rude and, <laughs> and negative because I am from Baltimore and I can go to the White House, but I can also go down to the project. <laughs> so, and I'm trying not to because I'm a changed person. Um, <laughs> but uh, my TT over there going, no, she didn't. She's still the same. <laughs> a little bit. My IG is I am Katrina Nelson. Awesome. What about uh, you? My IG, this is Michelle Ebony Hardy, is simply me born, and that's simply M E is Michelle Ebony. Clearly, simply me born. <laughs> um, I don't post a lot. I'm trying to do a little bit uh, better. Yeah, she's and about to turn it up coming on this. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm gonna turn it up just a little <laughs> bit more. Um, yeah, but like Katrina said, don't get silly because I'll get silly with you. <laughs> In a nice, nasty way, but go ahead. Yeah, we're, we're, grown, we're grown, grown okay, women, but, but you know. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That BK come out. So I'm letting the plane go for a sec. Okay, there we go. <laughs> On Twitter, it's at The Real Trey, T H E R E E L T R A Y. IG is Tracy Grant 5439. Tracy Grant 5439. T R A C Y G R A N T 5439. I'm on my grind, but very easy to find. Hashtag Oh he got bars Lace <laughs> All black Hashtag Lace A-L-L-B-L-K November 4th Indeed indeed That's what's but up Thank you guys Thank we hope you, you enjoyed. Yeah thank you Hilliard Love you brother we thank, we thank the audience In advance we, we, we pray that you Enjoy And you receive Lace um, it's a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and we really hope and pray that you love the show. That's what's up. Thank you. And so I am your host. Hilliard. Thank you. <clears throat> I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. I say Twitter like I'm cool. Um, <laughs> at Hilliard Guest, you guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, also on Instagram, Hilliard Guest. <clears throat> fucking clubhouse um <laughs> i always say that i'm like fucking clubhouse um also go ahead and get something girl just dig on in there um <laughs> also uh chris derrick is unauthorized cbd on twitter and instagram whatever <clears throat> excuse me um lisa bolacaz will be back soon i think one of these days hey lisa you know what i'm saying holler at us no nah, just as soon as we started the um meet in person she was like hmm you know, I'm like, bitch, we vaccinated, but anyway, so that's I understand. <laughs> it's all good. COVID I concerned. We just miss her. Uh, let me see, lots of the good stuff going on. Oh, please go on our screenwritersrr.com. We got t shirts and Patreon page. Please donate to that. We appreciate all that. Um, we're everywhere all across the world um, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to. Shout out to all you people all over the world who listen to the show. Give us shout outs. Um, please go on there and get, a, get the t shirts. Take a photo, post it, tag us, you know, all that shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Again, thank you, everybody. This was awesome. Thank you. Don't forget, thank you. November 4th, all black. Check it out. Lace is what the show is called. Um, so please spread the word, share it everywhere. Let everybody know you're watching it. <clears throat> Talk about it on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And um, thank these beautiful people here who made shit happen. Love every one of y'all. That's what's up. Um, everybody joining me for Wakanda Forever. You guys know how we do it on the rant room. On the show, we keep it real. 
We keep it opinionated. We keep it what everybody. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Peace, y'all. I'ma say what I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the red room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.